My name is Claire Lair. I'm a partner at Edwin Co. I've been a trademark lawyer for around about 20 years. Today, I'm going to be discussing two trademark cases about the metaverse and statements from the IPOs, the intellectual property offices, and the implications of these cases and the statements from the IPOs for brand owners. But first, two definitions. What is the metaverse? It's a digital version of real life or a collective shared space. What does it do? Well, it doesn't actually do anything. It's what you can do in there. So you can go to the virtual hairdresser. You can have a virtual meal in a virtual restaurant. You can buy virtual goods. And buying of virtual goods is very real. In February 2021, 600 pairs of digital training shoes were sold in less than seven minutes for a total of $3.1 million. What are NFTs? NFTs are non-fungible tokens. These tokens certify authenticity or ownership of digital items, for example, videos or photographs. There are actually very few cases on the metaverse and the NFTs in the trademark field at the moment. The two cases I'm going to talk to you about today, the Metaverking case and the Juventus case, are very early examples of how the US and the Italian courts are dealing with questions that arise in trademarks that are being used by third parties in the metaverse and or on non-fungible tokens. The metaverking case was brought by Hermes against the artist Mason Rothschild. Mason Rothschild had created and sold NFTs, non-fungible tokens, depicting the Birkin bag. Remember, the Birkin bag is highly exclusive. To buy one of these, you have to have already bought a Hermes bag before, and you're in a queue to buy a Birkin bag. So they're very, very exclusive. Mr. Rothschild had created NFTs showing the Birkin bag in a variety of different colours, including a very multi-colourful fur pattern and polka dots. He said it was artistic expression. And he sold in a year over a million pounds worth of these so-called Metaburkins. As you can imagine, Hermes were not happy about this and brought an infringement action in the US. The jury found in the Metaburkin case that the Metaburkins, so these NFTs, were more akin to consumer goods. So the trademarks which Hermes held in class 18, so for handbags, real handbags, had given Hermes sufficient protection against Mr. Rothschild's use on digital goods the NFTs. And a key point in this case is obviously that the Birkin handbag is very, very famous. 
Our second case, the Juventus case, is somewhat closer to home in Italy. This is actually one of the first European cases on the metaverse and NFTs in the trademark field. The Juventus case was also an NFT matter. Blockerus, a crypto company in the crypto market field, launched NFTs showing images of famous past and present sports players. One of those players, Christian Vieri, was pictured in Juventus club kit, which of course shows Juventus's famous logos. Interestingly, in this case, Juvent the court found that Juventus had filed sufficient evidence to demonstrate that its marks, the logos, were very well known. So Juventus was able to claim that it had enhanced and broader protection, which expanded outside of the rights for which it had trademarks registered. Both brand owners, Hermes and Juventus, were successful in bringing trademark infringement proceedings against third parties who had used their brands on digital goods. So all actually looks good for other brand owners, but is that really the case? Both Hermes and Juventus were able to demonstrate to the court that they had a reputation in their respective marks Hermes for the Birkin bag and Juventus in its club logos. Against that, other brand owners may not have the benefit of a reputation and will be falling back on their trademark registrations for physical goods. So our example was class 18 for handbags as opposed to class 9 for digital handbags. At the moment, there is no case law where a trademark has been infringed by digital use, although the trademark itself is, for, is registered for physical goods. The IPOs have issued very clear statements on the classification of trademarks in the digital world. Major IPOs, intellectual property offices, such as the USPTO and the EU IPO, have both come down and said digital goods belong in class 9. Digital goods, of course, includes NFTs. To me, this is strongly suggestive that if a case were to come before an IPO where there is no reputation in a mark, class 18 handbags may not be found sufficiently similar to class 9 digital handbags. The 12th edition of the Nice classification came out this year. In class 9, NFTs must be specified, for example, downloadable digital files authenticated by non-fungible tokens. And your virtual goods, these are also classified in class 9, downloadable virtual goods, namely virtual clothing. And to be clear, 
you cannot simply file for downloadable virtual goods. You need to clarify what type of virtual goods you are filing for. Clothing, food, photographs, etc. So what's the implication for brand owners at present in the absence of a clear trademark case stating that digital goods and physical goods are similar. Those brand owners who are cautious and heading for the metaverse or thinking of heading for the metaverse might want to consider their trademark protection again and file in class nine for digitally strong specifications. There are others out there who are doing that. For example, McDonald's has filed for a set of trademark applications in the US for digital goods, including, of course, digital food. If you would like further advice, on filing or extending your trademark protection to include goods in class nine for venturing into the metaverse, please do get in contact with us at the IP team at Edwin Coe.